1: Hey, it's Sean Winer with Blue Cow Marketing, host of this upcoming podcast. You know, automation has been the number one thing that has allowed our small marketing agency to grow and scale. And without the use of Keep, which is an automation software, I don't know where we'd be today. Even producing this podcast has been possible by using automated processes. So we are helping clients automate their business so they can get more time back to do the things that they love. If all this sounds great to you, I'd love to have a conversation with you, and so would Jody. So go to bluecowmarketing.ca/automate to book a consult today. Now, let's take a listen to this episode. I think it's, it comes down to that core value of what do you want to be known for? Like What's your legacy? What you know when, when you have people think of you, you know, it, you know, first of the, there's your business when they think of your business, but if you are your business, what what do you want to be known for? Here we are, episode number 46, and we're talking about standing out. And if anyone has been in the office, which I'm pretty sure people listening to this have never been in the office, but on the back wall, when I built this business, I made a Dr. Seuss quote that says, why fit in when you were born to stand out? Um, and that was really the whole model is, is looking at every small business that we work with, every um, entrepreneur, and there's something about it that, that makes them unique um, and, and they need to stand out. Uh, in that to their clients. So that's what we're going to talk about. And again, another episode that you came up with the idea for, and I'm assuming you have questions uh, there to ask
2: me. (laughs) Of course. I mean, just to start it off, like, you know, I think a lot of people have that perception of, you know, standing out and um, positioning yourself and your industry as unique. Um, It it starts and kind of ends at, you know, your startup when you start your business. But, you know, I, I definitely don't think that's true. And I think that, you know, you can differentiate yourself without rebranding or anything, you know, throughout the entire life of your business. So what advice do you have for people who are kind of feel like they're stuck in that, um, that box of their brand, they're well-established, um, you know, their business has been around for a while, but they want to start, um, you know, differentiating themselves a little bit. So how would you suggest they go about that?
1: I think it's it comes down to that core value of what do you want to be known for? like what's yeah. your legacy what you know when when you have people think of you, you know it, you know first of the, there's your business when they think of your business, but if you are your business, what what do you want to be known for? And it doesn't have to be something you know super highly complicated. It can be very simple that you know mm-hmm. no matter every time I've called and left a message, they've gotten back to me right? those little things that like you know that makes you stand out if if nobody else in your your competition is doing that, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what it really comes down to. Um, you know, for us, uh, one of the things that I, I'd like to try to get across most times to people, and I think we're doing a good job, is is we, we take the time to understand, you know, what it is that's important to them, right? Mm-hmm. We're not about just selling a service or making a dollar and that kind of stuff. It's It's really what's going to help that person, you know, wake up the next day feeling a little bit less stressed, um, you know, a little more informed about what they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that comes down to even how, you know, I'm trying to position what we put out on, on social is it's all about, you know, saving people time mm-hmm. um, and, you know, you know, finding information out there that'd be relevant to them and posting it. So they have a place to find it yeah. um, that's there. But, you know, I think if you feel stuck, um, you know, whether you're in a small business where it's just you or you've got a team, it, it's first identifying what is causing you to feel that right why do you feel stuck what does stuck feel like mm-hmm. to you now is it the fact that you're doing the same thing every day like you come in the office the same routine same people are complaining same type of stuff right you know maybe just changing your routine will eliminate that feeling and you realize your business isn't stuck you're stuck
2: right right yeah and i i think to simplify it down as far as it can go um, in differentiating yourself, it comes down to a unique selling point, right? So like you mentioned at blue cow, it's about, you know, saving you time. And also, you know, we actually, we get to know you, we, we get to know you and then we, you know, establish what it is. That is your unique selling point. You know, that's, that's part of our unique selling point. Um, but something I I think of a lot, it was just recently we were in a client meeting and, you know, they decided very simply to associate themselves with a number. It was the number nine, um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you remember. And so, you know, podcast, um, their website, the the first um, you know page that you're on, the home page, nine, you know, that number was everywhere. And something as simple as that, I think, can really actually help you differentiate from your competition, just having a very significant association, whether it be a number or, you know, visuals, your color, this, that can make you stand out. Your logo can make you stand out. So it's it's not just about the, you know, unique selling point itself. It's also about all these kind of little, tiny, smaller um, details.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how people feel when they think about you, engage with you, experience you, that type of thing mm-hmm. uh, is equally as important as to what you actually sell or provide.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think a big thing too, for a lot of businesses, um, that can make you stand out is simplifying your business, you know, like making it easy to do business with you. So, you know, think about it from, you know, the customer journey side, you know, what process does your customer go through and, you know, how can you make that easiest and convenient for them? And, you know, Where can you add that extra little bit of value? So, you know, when it comes to free resources or, um, you know, discounts or making things just a little bit easier and surprising them with going above and beyond, I think that's honestly the biggest thing that can make you stand out.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, a lot of times, you know, we've been implement blah, you can speak implementing different systems, um, like scheduling systems and online meeting systems. Um, and, and just realizing that, you know, for some people in some instances, you don't need to go do a Zoom call, right? Just you can pick up the phone and you know, call them or send them a text and it doesn't always have to be, you know, we've implemented this system, this is what we can only do and this is what everybody has to do. Um, you know, there are some instances where it does require you to do that but if you're just doing you know a quick check-in it could be done on the phone right if you don't need to see the person mm-hmm. um and it might be easier for them they may be driving uh, much easier to do a call than a zoom call
2: right so how have you managed to kind of continuously stand out throw out you know how many years you've been in in uh, business with blue cow the same uh, company
1: so for me when I just looked back at that you know a lot of clients, if not most of the clients that we have, you know, had year over year, you know, what they enjoy is if they have a an idea, a problem, or something like that, um, and we start talking about it. I have experience in. multiple different solutions um, softwares uh, those type of things uh, or even ideas to to give back to them Um, and that's what they enjoy is the fact that they didn't have the time to research all these different things Mm -hmm. nor would they even have you know i don't even imagine how they could have had the time to do it Um, it's hard enough for us to do it right Um, but i've just always been learning new systems when new tools come out you know i I sign up for a free trial just because i want to see it in use um, Mm -hmm. to see what it can do, um, not with the intention that it's something we're gonna use in our business. I'm gonna use that opportunity that company has made for that software f- to educate myself on it. Right. Um, so I'll do two things with it. For one, I'm retaining that knowledge. And mm-hmm. two, I will hopefully be able to turn it into a YouTube video to show people, hey, you know, this is my first impression of this. And this is what I like about it, this, is what I don't
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and helping people, you know, that aren't even clients and may never be clients, but we just want to put that positive energy back out there right. um, to be known as, you know, a company that, that will help first.
2: Right. So what strategy would you kind of recommend or the steps that people need to take if they do feel like their business needs a little bit of a revamp or they need to be better at highlighting that unique selling point
1: um, I think the first thing is, is identifying is it actually a problem right or is it just something that you're stuck in your in your head if it's like okay I've seen I've seen the competition doing something better and we're not doing that then obviously that's something that's actionable you need to figure out what to do I would you know highly tell you to stay away from just doing the same thing that they did mm-hmm. right I've try to do something better uh, or different um, mm-hmm. from it. Um, and the second thing is if you want to actually, you know, move something forward, talk to your existing clients and say, hey, you know what, do you have like 10 minutes or whatever? And you reward them for their time if you want. But um, it's like, hey, we're, we're thinking of doing this a little bit different. How would that impact you as a customer? You know, is that something you would find valuable? Um, because a lot of times we're so stuck in our business, we don't have the ability to see it from the outside or that customer's perspective as easily um, as we would like to. Um, So using, you know, your existing client base or, you know, um, other professional colleagues that would give you some, some advice uh, on that um, and just asking it Um, because there was, there's tons of ideas out there uh, and you're probably not going to know all of them.
2: Mm -hmm. So what do you recommend when, you know, there's a business notices that there's, there's another competition that's um you know rolling out some new feature or something that differentiates them and they they feel really stuck and they don't know what to do um other than kind of copy exactly or if you've even been in you know the position where somebody else has copied what you're doing how do you how do you kind of fix that problem and um what do you recommend the the steps that they take
1: Um, I I think the first thing is not to overreact right away. I mean, if you've, you know, let's say a car dealership, you know, if you decided that you were going to, you know, donate $100 to a local charity every time somebody does, uh, you know, a test driver buys a new car or whatever the case is. And then suddenly you see your competition rolls out and does like $150, right? And you're like, oh, they took the thunder away from me. You know, your natural reaction is we're going to do 200. Well, this bidding war can go back and forth until somebody is losing too much money. Um, It may just be, you know what, we're going to still do our $100, but maybe we're going to come up with another idea as well on top of that to make it a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but really go into that phase of, you know, let's try to do something different, right? Let's just try to spit back and forth at the same, same problem that's there. Um, but, you know, these ideas will take time. That's the biggest thing is, you know, rarely do you wake up with this brilliant idea that you have the exact plan, how to roll it out, it's going to catch on um, and go there. Um, but also, you know, is the market actually leaving you to go there and probably not right Right. you just are hypersensitive to all your competition right um because of the nature you're in i guarantee Mm -hmm. you know joe smith or mary down the road you know aren't watching both places and be like well that's the same thing but they're doing it a little bit more or better right yeah they're not yeah um so you're just hypersensitive to a lot of it
2: right all right again that wraps up all the questions i had Okay. Well, Any, so, <laughs> you made it through this one. I did. I did make it through.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, and I and I think, you know, I think the success to what we've been able to do, um, you know, in you know, I guess I look back. I'm almost 20 years of being an entrepreneur, well, more than 20 years of being in a business. But Blue Cow's been in there for 10 years here, and if I looked at what I was doing on year one to year 10, completely different, right? Right. Like we still have the same kind of goal of providing, you know, the helping service and, you know, the kind of the, the new age thinking of what's new, but the market has changed, the technology has changed. So we have always changed and adapted to try to stay ahead Mm -hmm. of the curve for our clients. Um, and that's really what it comes down to is, is always try to provide, you know, the next step for someone.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, if you want proof of how much the market has changed, you can listen to the last episode where he talked about um, including VHS converting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's just a little bit of proof there behind what you're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, thinking back to even when I first started my first business at age of 17 and building a website and <laughs> you know using you know animated GIFs of like little rotating lights next to the logo. I mean, you'd never think of doing that now, but it was like, It was the coolest thing back then to be able to build your own website and now anybody can build a website.